I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Help me. Shout out to Tribe Called Quest. I can't remember what song that, uh, that song that was on uh, Midnight Marauders, which is my favorite Tribe Called Quest album. A lot of people, it was the low-end theory, but for me, it was Midnight Marauders. Top to bottom, one of the greatest hip-hop albums ever recorded. So welcome to the show. Today, a very good friend of mine is on the program, and we're going to tell lots of stories. Um, she tells stories on television and tells stories, I don't know how many she tells on TV, or excuse me, on the radio or in an audio form, but today she will tell some stories. And she's a bit tricky because sometimes, because as a, as she's also an interviewer. So as an interviewer, she asks a lot of questions and, and sometimes doesn't tell that much. However, it will be entertaining and it will be enjoyable. And she's in studio with me right now. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. And joining me uh, in studio to my right is one of my favorite people on planet Earth. Um, and one of the most... Boy. You're starting this off with such BS. What are you talking about? You're one of my favorite people. <laughs> We've never had a fight. We've known you. We've known each other for. We fight every time we talk. We just we we were just arguing. Yeah, no, I was I was making fun of you. We were just <laughs> arguing. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Aaliyah Jasmine of MTV fame. Uh, how many shows you have? One girl, five gays. Mm -hmm. You have MTV News, and you do Discovery Channel stuff. Yeah, and movie night and the after show, and <sighs> stuff for you guys. I I do stuff for TSN oh, yeah, and, now every once in a while. So you're like on. You're like you give. You could be seen or heard like in seven places. I hope so. You can never get enough. Can you get yeah. sick of this voice? <laughs> I can't. I can't get sick of you. I can't quit you, Aaliyah. Oh, thanks, Gabby. Hey, so um, how is how's um the Toronto how's TIFF going? So Tiff. for for the people that don't know, TIFF is the Toronto International Film Festival. Halle Berry doesn't know that. We asked Halle Berry how she was enjoying TIFF, and she asked who TIFF was. Really? So yeah. she didn't know the acronym? No. But she's forgiven because she's so hot. How yeah. hot is she in real except, life? Really hot, except that the entire board behind her had the TIFF logo over and over and over. Like, the, the word TIFF was all around was her. Everywhere? Yeah. But she was really sweet. Well, she, it was uh, Cloud Atlas, right? That's why she's here? Yeah. And uh, Argo was... She's uh, in Argo? No, no, no. But oh. I'm telling you other stuff I've done. Oh, okay. Um, Argo was really good. Ben Affleck was in that. And his beautiful wife, Jennifer Garner, came. You think she's beautiful? I didn't think so until I saw her in real life. Okay, that's the difference. Because, like, we're, Halle Berry is beautiful and hot. Right. And I guess Jennifer Garner is beautiful to so you. So beautiful in real life. Like, she's sexy and beautiful in real life. Honestly, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hard on, like, the girls I think are sexy. I can't get over her really ears. Oh, well, she had them covered. She had, like, a side bun thing. But her dimples were great. <laughs> she looked. She looked really, really good. Yeah. So, do you, so you have you seen both of those movies? You just saw Argo. No, Argo, and then I had to do the red carpet for uh, What About Maisie, which is Julianne Moore and uh, the dude from True Blood, Eric from True Blood. I don't know what you like. His name. His real name is uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. He's so sexy. I just okay. I just saw one of those episodes the other day. Is that the dude? Do you watch that show? Yeah. Do you not so watch who, that show? No, I don't. Because, I don't know. It's He's kinda, the it's bad, sexy vampire that's always bloody. And Is he that the one that turned people. into blood at the end of, he drinks a thing and he turns into blood, he, in a pool of blood, and then you No. That's not that dude? No. You know, you know what I'm talking about? The, like, I just saw, I just saw two episodes the other no, day. No, Alexander Skarsgård is the one who, like, has, like, dirty, violent, bloody sex. Wow. Yeah, I'm so into him. 
All right, well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. dirty, violent, bloody sex. <laughs> I, I can't get You know what the, the joke is, right? Why, why girls love vampires. No, what is it? I'll tell you when we're not on air. Tell me now. It's blood related. Think about it. Oh, jeez, That is just so gross. Vampires come back for more. Oh, my gosh. That is so disgusting. <laughs> Silence on the airwaves. Yeah, well, that's, that's the last thing I thought you'd say. <laughs> um, so you were, okay, so you did a couple of uh, um, TIFF things. Have you, like, do you like the film? Like, do you like the stuff that surrounds the film festival? Yeah, of course I do. Do you? Oh, I love it all. I love, like, walking through Yorkville and seeing, you know, stars having coffee. What? You like that? I love that. Why? Who are you? Why do you not love that? It's fun. It makes the city exciting. And it's, I don't know. And, and then I love movies. So the excuse to go see movie after movie after movie and make it my job is also really fun. But, it, like, but the stars, like, they don't care. I don't know. What don't, do you, they don't what? I don't know. It's like, I'm sure they don't like to be just like, it must be so uncomfortable. Like the other day, uh, a friend I do of, it cool. I'm not like a fangirl. I like walk by like I belong there. <laughs> well, you do belong there. It's your city. See? Yeah. Okay, fine. There are people that just gawk at these cats like this. And, and like, so a friend of mine went to, uh, she went to music on Saturday and Justin Bieber was there. I was like, Bieber's old enough to get into a club. But I guess Why do you have a friend that goes to music? She didn't enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> and she's from Saskatchewan. So oh, her, well, there so you go. That's taking, a good she reason. She was taken there. So anyway, Bieber was there. The mu- music's patio was amazing. But I just, I personally, like you, not really a big fan of the spot. Although I do like Z- uh, Zlatkos. He's a really I'm a night. Guy. I'm a nightclub snob, so. You are? Yeah, like, I like, a, I'm a pub girl. I don't like the loud music and the David Guetta beats and that. Like, I, <laughs> I'd rather just have a game on and have a beer at a pub. I'm really? a pub girl. Yeah. Okay. But then you talk about going through Yorkville. So what if that doesn't even make any sense? I work in Yorkville. The MTV studios in Yorkville. You're lucky. Pusateri's is really good too. Yeah, for, for thirty dollars sandwiches. But it's all organic and from local Shut farmers. Up. Everything's freaking <laughs> organic. Everything by virtue of coming out of the earth is organic. That's like that's like the greatest like marketing campaign right now. Here we go. Everything. You you disagree? Yeah, I totally disagree with what, you. How? Because a lot of it's uh, do you really want to? Do you really care about this? A lot okay, of it's grown. Like, a lot of it's grown. Like the fish are grown in little farms. They're not actually from like the sea. It's a big difference. You can grow cabbage in give your me, backyard or in a cabbage f- patch. Give me bigger fish. I want a bigger fish. Hey, I caught uh, like thirty pound salmon last month. Where, where, in the Great Bear Rainforest. I was doing a documentary out there. And what, I, the dolphin thing? Or is that something else? Whales. The whales? Yeah. <laughs> that big <laughs> pipeline that they're building through Canada that's going to ship oil out to China. That, that's going to completely destroy the, uh, the rainforest. Yeah, that, I was out there. And um, it was a really cool documentary, actually. But I caught a huge salmon. And it fought me so hard that my knees were completely bruised from being, on, like, from fighting it on the side of the boat. Yeah. It was violent. So wait, you didn't have one of those fishing rods where it's like attached to the side? No, like I actually fought with it. With your arms? In it. Yeah, the local Aboriginal people brought me out. I did it old school. Really? I had a good gun show. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> wait, there's, wait, there, okay. So back up for a second. How do we get from cabbage to a giant salmon? Because you said you wanted a big fish. Yeah, give me bigger fish. What did you guys do with it when you pulled it out of the thing? Uh, we flash froze it and shipped it back here, and I had a big barbecue on my rooftop. Did you actually? Mm-hmm. You flash froze it? What does that mean? I don't know, but they do it so it stays good in the plane. Huh. Where were you exactly? In the Great Bear Rainforest. Where's that? It's, in what province? It's like out, out on the coast of BC. Huh. And we have like... I know we have we have like we have big forests up there with like they're like Douglas fir trees and that kind of thing. It's crazy. It's like so dense. This place is like the size of Sweden, and only 150 Aboriginal people live there. There's literally more whales in that area than there are people. It's so gorgeous. There's and did bald you see eagles. Any whales? Yeah, we saw tons of whales, and we saw bald eagles. I saw a bald eagles do a courtship ritual. Really? Yeah. I didn't you... know we had any in Canada. I thought yeah. that was the American bird. It's. Do you know how cool the courtship ritual is? No. What okay. Is it, what do they do? Okay. This is what they do. So. Um, they mate for life, so when they find a partner, they're, they're like monogamous without one, suckers. one, and if they die, they will like, I don't know, what the, remarry or whatever, but um, <laughs> but they find each Re- other, court. and because it's like such, you know, it's a lifelong commitment, um, they test each other out, and they do this really, really important thing, uh, which is a courtship ritual, what they do is they lock talons, and from like 100 feet, they free fall. 
and they just free fall locked and they trust each other and they put everything they have into this one moment and then right before they hit the ground they um, unlock and then they and, and if they survive it then they'll go find a nesting ground and they use that same nest for the rest of their lives and every year they have like two eggs but a lot of them fall to the ground and fall to their deaths they don't unlock so it's a really big thing for bald eagles isn't that cool no, that's dumb. It's so cool. But it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's cool, but it's dumb. So I saw two These bald eagles. are committing suicide for, like, you're committing suicide for a girl. What they're is like this, Romeo notebook? and Juliet of the sky. But they're badass because they're eagles. Yeah, they're not dead. They're, some of them are dead. That's interesting. But the ones that survive get stronger and believe in love. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was love in the animal kingdom. I mean... It's probably survival of the fittest or something, but in my imaginary romantic mind, it was that's, they put everything into true love. I wonder if there are situations where like one survives and one doesn't. Like the dude is like, yeah. I'm getting out of here. No, what happens often, they'll unlock and one hits the ground and the other one does. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah, it sucks. It's probably, it's actually probably the woman to unlock first. Like, no way. It's here. the and guy then... who's got like a commitment problem and he lets go <laughs> and lets her fall to her death. Then he was smart. So um, you were out there last month. And you did, okay, the thing about the whales and the pi- pipeline, right? I have to watch that. It's really good. I remember you tweeted about, oh no, I think you tweeted, or you, I was reading people who were responding to having seen it. It's really cool. You know what the cool thing about it is, is um, I was not sure about the pipeline before, and now I really understand the pipeline side, and it's actually not a good versus evil. There's a lot of really amazing things coming from the oil industry in, in Canada, and it's actually really, really cool to find out both sides. Okay, so that's like a cool... Um, I guess cool job that you went to do or cool story that you went to went to tell. Um, what was the last really cool one you did before that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to like go. Like I'm not trying to. I don't have anything. Any like secrets or anything. You looked at me like. Well, people would be able to see. How I you feel at me, like but... you set me up to no, tear me down. No, I wasn't. It wasn't. Into, it wasn't like that. I, <laughs> it may have sounded like that, but it wasn't. I was just. I, honestly, I'm not even trying to like. Get you to well. I was at um Fashion Cares last night with Elton John. He was here. Yeah, he performed. He performed Tiny Dancer last night, and uh, he was uh, supporting the last and final Fashion Cares ever. Why? Wow, what's happening to it? It's the twenty fifth anniversary, and they're just ending it. Really? It, yeah, it's kind of sad, but uh, you know, it's a big, big awareness thing for HIV and AIDS research and stuff, and so it's done a lot of really great things. Where was it? Um, it was at the Sony Center. And how? Like, were people able to um, interact with Elton John or just came out, he performed, said a few things, and then... Yeah, he, uh, he, like, came out on the red carpet and then went right back into his car. He'd, I don't even think he did any press, but he was so good on stage. And they had a whole retrospective of the last 25 years, and they had makeup, and there was a girl whose entire naked body, include, can I say labia? Even her labia was, like, completely encrusted in, like, little Swar- Swarovski crystals. And he, wow. it was, like, so intense. It took, like, hours and hours, and they have to individually, with tweezers, put on, like, glue on every single crystal. And How it looked like it she off? had it. Then they have to scratch it off individually because the glue that they use, you can't just pull it off or her skin would come off. And um, so they had to actually put the stuff on it to, like, I, the, I know the makeup artist, that's what she was telling me. She did, literally did it all night. She had to sit there and, uh, and scratch each crystal off. Um, and the girl was like, by the end of the night, she was like wasted and had like her legs apart. And my makeup artist was like scratching all of these like little crystals off of her chicha. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But it was really Wait, cool. Is that on Instagram? No, no. But it, the, the dress was actually beautiful. Like it looked like a full dress. And, um, uh, Brian, Did you take any pictures of this woman? Well, I was too fascinated with the fact that Brian Williams and his wife were like having an in-depth conversation with her. With the lady? Yeah. In, in crystals. Yeah. Totally naked. Yeah. <laughs> and Brian was like, it's 902. I wish I wish I had a good, I can't, I can't. My friend Sid could do a really good. It was just everyone like imagine what that picture looked like for one second. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't even take out my phone. I was like, this is incredible. What like, I'm looking at right so like, now. So they're like fully engaged, like leaning forward, like just asking, like that's really fun. Yeah, it was awesome. And then there was another guy. He was like this really big guy and he was um, like all- physically large? Large guy. And he was all like uh, spray painted gold, even like in every nook and cranny of his, like under his like, his chest folds, it was like all gold and he was like dressed like a Buddha. Oh. It was really interesting. Did he have a big Buddha belly? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So he's a fat dude. Well, yeah, I just don't want to say that. I'm fat. It's okay. You can say fat. You're not fat. You've you can, been working out. You can say fat. Ever it, since you ran away from the bulls, you came back and you've been whatever. like super in shape. Hey, so, um, okay, so let's, let's so t- Tiff is going on right now. Yeah. Right? 
Have you um have you ever had uh what's like the what's like the worst experience you've had with like a celebrity or like a musician or something? Um uh the worst one is probably there it's always the ones that aren't uh really famous that are the meanest. I don't know if you find this, but it's like the people who are still trying to prove themselves that always are like jerky, like indie bands or uh, I interviewed, I should be careful saying this because she's Canadian, I think, but um, the uh, mo- the woman who played the mom on that show, The O.C. Um, remember The O.C. with Misha Barton? I remember the show. I don't remember the cast. The mom was really incredibly rude to me once. And uh, yeah, she was, she refused to do the interview without lemon tea and then we brought her lemon tea and then, you know, Misha Barton's character just died. It was a really big thing in the OC. And I was like, and then it was like the cliffhanger, right? She died. And then the next season was supposed to come back. And so my question was, did she actually die? Like, is she going to be coming back next season? And she just looked at me straight faced and went, how many people do you know that have died and come back to life? And I'm like, well, I've watched soap operas my whole life and it happens often. And, uh, oh yeah, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly Rowan. And she, I'm like, well, it happens often. And she stood up and took off her mic and left the room. What? Yeah. Wow, what a giant C word. Yeah, she was really mean. But, you know, she might have been having a bad day. Uh, who knows? But uh, she was probably the meanest interview. And Tom Cruise was my nicest interview. Was he? Yeah, he was so rad. Okay, okay so now paint the picture. Like, where are you? And then what was the, and why were you okay, interviewing Tom imagine Cruise? this. Other M- than being, him being super famous. He just uh, did the movie uh, Valkyrie. Okay. And so he was coming in to do interviews and he shows up, no bodyguards, no security, one publicist, walks downstairs, like says at the hi. MTV building? Yeah, walks into MTV, says hi to me, introduces himself to the entire crew, remembers all of their names when he leaves. He sits down, he's like, Oh, I just wore the shirt for the interview before. Do you mind if I change so you doesn't look like you guys, you yeah. know, all have the interview in the same day? Like who thinks of that? I was like, Yeah, sure, Mr. Cruz, go ahead. You so, called him Mr. Cruz? I didn't know what to say. Okay. So he changed it and I'm like, Is there anything that you don't want me to ask like I, a lot of people are talking about the Oprah jumping on the couch thing or Scientology and he was like no you can ask me about anything I know you want to ask about the, j- the couch jumping go ahead like open book totally cool really? had this great chat with him he was super into it we were like laughing and and then um we we're supposed to have a 50 minute interview seven mi- minutes in uh, he gets pulled up to go do the live show and it was live so he had to go right away so he runs upstairs we tear down I go back to my cubicle and a half an hour later I hear is AJ here? Where does where does AJ sit? And I look up and making his way through the MTV office is Tom Cruise asking people for I couldn't even say I'm here. My jaw was like That's, on my keyboard. Wow. So I'm like watching him approach me and he leans over my cubicle and he goes, Hey, I just wanted to apologize for our interview getting cut short. Just wanted to make sure that you got everything you needed. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. And he's like, Cool, see you around. Said bye to like our camera guy, Brad. He was like, Thanks for being a fan and left. That's awesome. Yeah, he was super rad. Like I like I kind of want to make out with Tom Cruise now. Yeah. No like, security, no nothing. Like just, just Mr. Cruise. So what? Like so there wasn't like later there wasn't like an email like Mr. Cruise would like to take you out for dinner or anything like that. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Even you, if there was, I don't know if you would tell me. Have you gone to dinner with a with a celebrity you've uh, interviewed? Have you ever done that? Um, like a female celebrity. No, like I well in sports I don't really get to meet that many. Really? Yeah, like I, I've. Um, I've interviewed a couple of tennis players. Um, like I interviewed and like, uh, yeah, sorry. I interviewed, uh, like Anna Ivanovich and, and Caroline Wozniacki. They did this thing at Young and Dundas where they played tennis on the street and they built this, like this court for them. And I was riding in the limo with Anna Ivanovich who was so hot. And I was just like, I don't, I, like my whole goal was to try not to sound like a complete idiot. Right. And it, I don't think it works. Oh, so no dinner. <laughs> no, no. No dinner. No, I, yeah, so like, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really get to meet the, and like, it, that many uh, either female athletes or female celebrities. I My my number one crush right now is Sierra, and I met her at an uh, All-Star Weekend in isn't Vegas. Isn't she really a dude? What are, you, what are you talking about? That's like the rumor in Hollywood, isn't it, that she's really a dude? I mean, whatever floats your boat. Do you want me to punch you in the kneecap? What are you talking about? <laughs> Have you seen the music video Ride? She's a great dancer. Her body is out of this, like Ride, I know I've watched over 12 or 15 times. Just, yeah, like the 13-year-old Cabral. Have you ever been to Thailand? Shut up. You're stupid. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She's got a great body. How could you see Sierra? You think she's a dude? I don't think she is. I just said that's the rumor. It's probably not true, and I don't want to help make that 
you know, more out there. She's a, might be a beautiful woman. I'm just saying that's the rumor. Just be careful. Look before you, you know, cross the street is all I'm saying. <laughs> Have you gone to dinner with anyone? Any famous people? Uh, yeah, a couple. Like who? Um, Like when Kanye was in town, we went to Blowfish. He had a song. Do you remember? Wait a second. Wait. You went to dinner with Kanye West? Yeah, well, he has a song where he rapped about uh, Kobe beef. Do you remember? Like there was a... Uh, and I didn't know what Kobe beef was. And really? so he okay. brought me to Blowfish and I tried Kobe beef for the first time with Kanye. That was years ago. It was years ago. It was before Kim, so don't start any rumors. Anybody. Wait a second. Wait a second. How do you get to go to dinner with Kanye West? There's like, there's a lot of missing information. He asked me. And so what I'm going to say, no. When, okay, but where did you meet him? At MTV. And then what was the, what was the, how did he ask you to dinner? I said, what's Kobe beef? And he's like, you've never tried Kobe beef. And then afterwards he was like, I'm going to teach you about Kobe beef. And now I know. Yeezy taught me. <laughs> Wait, so did did he, like, but how did he set it up? Like, Oh, he got his, like, bodyguard to say, Kanye wants to bring you to dinner tonight. And then, like, took my number. That was, it was that. And I brought, Nic- I didn't want to go alone, so I brought, like, Nicole, one of my co-hosts, with me. Um, and they didn't feed her. <laughs> what do you mean? They only bought food for me and not for her. So rude. What do you mean? Yeah, it was so funny. So wait, she didn't order it? So like the menu comes, you're sitting at a table. They ordered already because Kanye made a call in the car over there. And so the food was already there when we showed up. Oh, so you went right from MTV to Blowfish? Uh, We were at a party and then we went to Blowfish, yeah. So you did the interview at the party? No, I did the interview at MTV and then we all went to the party, met up, and then we went to Blowfish. We really want details here. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I hate when people tell crappy stories. Hey, Not to say that you're a crappy story. That's a good story. That's a good I, I had Kobe beef with Kanye. Do you have a better story than that? I do, but I don't I don't think I could tell it here. Okay. But listen, but like, <laughs> there's so many details that people, when they tell stories, this is what I hate. And this is, and I think the art of conversation is Hey, dying. I have a good sports story. Okay, that's, I'm going to put a pin in my friggin' rant, and then please okay. tell your story. Um, I, you'll like this one. Okay. I interviewed um, an actor from CSI who ended up becoming a really good friend of mine. We bonded over hockey, and he... Uh, Which I, one? There's like seven CSI, CSI New York. and um, The dude with the bags? Or Gary... Not Gary Sinise, but he's part of the story. So uh, Harper Hill. He Well, let me finish my story. Okay, or Hill Harper, whatever his name is. He uh, ended up becoming a really good friend of mine, and we start. We would always go back and forth about hockey, and like um, he was a really big hockey fan, and so we would like text back and forth. And um, he, we got into NFL talk, and I was like, I've, I'm not like a at this point. I had never really been into football. I'd never really like watched football, and he couldn't believe it. So he invited me to the Super Bowl when um, the Bears were playing in Miami. And I got to sit in a, and I, uh, to be honest, at that time, I only agreed to go because um, Prince was playing halftime and I really wanted to see a Prince concert. But then I went and it like completely changed my view. Like I'm sitting there in a box. I was next to Gary Sinise and his father and his father's like ancient. And his dad was from Chicago, was telling me about like these stories about bringing Gary Sinise when he was younger, before he was like Lieutenant Dan, like, in the young <laughs> days, like bringing him to like these Chicago Bears, in the cold, bringing him to these Bears uh, games and how like, you know, they were the underdog and this was such a proud moment. And then we're in this like box full of like, uh, like David Caruso was there, it was like all CSI people. And the big screen honed in on Gary Sinise in that moment that like sparklers flew and it was like American football for everything American football is about. And like all these like fireworks and the bears run onto the field. And I looked over and his dad was bawling like this like 80 year old man, just so proud of everything in that moment, his son on the big screen, the bears in the Super Bowl, And it was just like, like the feeling of what American football means was just like I, I was. A, I've been a Bears fan ever since, and uh, Did that he cry was really, after the game too because they lost. They lost to bad. The Colts? Yeah, I was really wasted by the end of the game, so I don't remember <laughs> what happened by the end. He was crying. He cried yeah. the whole game as yeah. Peyton Manning just ripped him apart. But it was uh, it was a really cool experience for me. So that was my first football experience ever, which was a really cool football experience. But that all came to. Um, to head because I uh, I became friends with the guy I interviewed for sure. So that so was who odd. was the dude? Who was the actor? Um, his name's Carmine. He plays Detective Danny. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't watch that one. Great guy. He's really sweet. Okay, so take me back to the Kanye one, the Kanye story. Well, so, there's nothing else to tell. No, there's plenty to tell. There's plenty to tell. I got on a plane and I had to go to Vegas the next day. AJ, okay, listen, Aaliyah Jasmine, you tell stories for a living. <laughs> 
And this one, it, there's so many friggin' holes in there's it. There's no holes. There's no holes. It's like it's like the it's like the movie Gary Sinise was in with Nick Nick Cage called Snake Eyes. There's <laughs> a bunch of holes in the plot. All right. Okay. So you interviewed Kanye West at mm-hmm. MTV mm-hmm. for for what record? Was it like 808s and Heartbreaks or or the one after that? The one with like Monster on it? I think it was no, it was it was a while ago. It was the one with the Gold Digger was on. Oh, the second the graduation. Graduation, I think. yeah. The pink cover. Mm-hmm. So, so then Kanye's dude's like, he wants to take you to dinner. Mm-hmm. So you guys went to a party afterwards? Well, MTV was throwing a big party. At the building? Mm-hmm. Oh, so he just stayed? Or he, he went performing. and came back? He was performing. Okay, so yeah. he was performing. The second time. I remember seeing the first time he came to MTV. When MTV launched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the crowd acting like a total groupie. That was, it wasn't that unbelievable? That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so, and that was it. And then he asked me and I was- Wait a second, AJ. <laughs> There's nothing else to tell. So then- you guys go to, so then he, you say, sure, yeah, I'll come to dinner. Did you say, I'm going to bring my girl? Yeah. I said, uh, can I bring a friend? So on your way to Blowfish, mm-hmm. the call was made. So you just showed up and it was just Kobe beef on the plate? Or was there like, I've been to Blowfish and it's actually my favorite restaurant in the yeah, city. Yeah, I love that restaurant too. I actually just went to, have you been to Bark? No. Bark Smokehouse? No. Oh my gosh. Barbecue spot over on Ronsi and uh, Dundas? Amazing. Anyway, sorry. Have you done West Lodge yet? Just for drinks, because that is awesome. I love it's like saloon style, yeah, like the like taxidermy. I yeah. love, yeah, I really like that. But is a, have you eaten there? Or just, yeah, oh yeah. They have like a, uh, I call it fried chicken, but I think it's actually called like a Cornish hen with like a corn peaches and cream thing, and it is so good. Um. Okay. So you when you get to Blowfish, mm-hmm. it's it's who's with Kanye? Just the big the back. Oh, there was like an entourage there. There was like a few people from the label. A few like it was a it was a table full of people and then there was four spots at the end and we sat at the end did you sit next to kanye yeah of course okay he, he seated he made us all sit in certain spots <laughs> i'm gonna sit here you sit there yeah you sit beside me and that's what happened okay so then so all these people are at the table did they all eat uh i think so yeah so everybody ate except nicole yeah like she had a piece of kobe beef and so did i and that was it so it wasn't like a full meal, like like. Oh, they all had and, a full dinner, and they literally just gave you a piece of Kobe. Yeah. Wow, that's like that's like such a Kanye thing to do. Yeah. Like just what I imagine, Kanye, like ah, oh, it's cool. Like got to go to dinner with Kanye, but then like it's such a like such a dick move. He um we uh the next day we talked about it on TV and um, the label Universal was so great and they they actually called and apologized and emailed us and said that they were so sorry they didn't realize it that that what happened and I think it was an oversight I think it was just like in this like mayhem of like we need to get to the next place and but um but the label apologized which was really cute okay so then what happened at the dinner like what was conversation like I can't tell you that what do you mean I can't tell you that that's scandalous how is it scandalous because when I tell you what it is you'll understand why I can't tell you See, that's the part of the story that you're like, oh, yeah. like you're trying to gloss over that stuff. Like you had, you spent time with Kanye yeah, West. Yeah, we spent like a few hours together. For a few sure. hours, AJ. Well, we hung out after. And it's not like I just like, he's like a nice guy. We became friends. Are you still friends? No. Is his number still the same? No. You guys used to text and stuff? He actually, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to go here. What do you mean? Listen, we're just having, we're just having a conversation. This, I'm fascinated by Kanye West and your, and your, your dinner, your experience with Kanye West. Kanye was one of the biggest stars on planet earth and you got to hang, you spend time. Yeah. With he's really cool. He's a really cool guy. Except he, for the fact that he didn't feed you and your friend. You know what he told me? Which is one piece of beef. Which is really funny about, uh, about why he ended up with Kim was he told me that he really likes girls who have like a very distinct style. And then he ended up with like Amber Rose right. and then with like, he really liked girls who were like so edgy and had like a really, really out there sense of style. And you saw that with his next two girlfriends, with Amber Rose and with Kim Kardashian. Oh, so he told you that before he got together with those two. Yeah. Ah. Next, he's going to date Lady Gaga. Yeah, like seriously. It just goes that, like, where do you go from, well, I guess where does Kim Kardashian go, but then where does, where does Kanye go? I don't know. I don't know either. Okay, so give me one part of the dinner convo. Um, at the time, digital cameras were, like, really exciting. It was, like, what, like five years ago? And so uh, he had a digital camera, and he showed me some stuff that was on there. Was it, like, The Hangover? I don't remember that. The end of the movie, The Hangover, with the big reveal about what they... Oh, like in the credits? Yeah. With the, uh, it was video. What kind of video? <laughs> I 
time all. That's all I'm going to tell you. What? You, oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you hear audio also, or are you just watching? It was just video. Who was in it? He was. And who else? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Okay, so then, fine. So then you are at dinner with Kanye West. I'm, I'm talking to uh, Leah Jasmine of, of MTV. MTV, excuse me. You're at dinner. So then what happens after dinner? Um, I, we went, we all went out somewhere, but I had to leave because I had a plane to catch to Vegas at like five in the morning. So what? So I, I left and I got on a plane and I was really hungover. So what happened? Like, okay. So then what happened after that with you and Kanye? We just kept in touch for a bit. Did you see him again? Yeah. How many times? I don't know. Where did you see him? Like here in LA, back and forth. When? What do you mean when? Like when? This is like this is like a combo I would have with you in my kitchen. Like <laughs> I would be sitting on my counter and then because I like to because I'm inquisitive by nature and I like to ask questions because I'm fascinated by other people. You also really like to give me a hard time. What do you? What you do you mean? Because you know what? That's I have nothing else to tell from this story. I'm done. This is so unfair. <laughs> The listeners are like, come, like they're they're upset. No, they love it. They love <laughs> no, it. No, they want people want to know detail. Okay, so this is my rant, but like not my rant, but like I I have to sometimes tell people like I don't know about if you do this, but on like via text or BBM, I'm still I use both, but I'm BBM is undefeated. What I'm like that's so, a a bold statement. Yeah. Yes, it is. BBM's undefeated, except for that time it went down for three days worldwide. It was like that's when I jump ship, and and also the time when uh, there was like a riot in London, England. Yeah, it was all BBM. You know that um, the iPhone Messenger though is the same thing now, and it's free to message other people on an iPhone. It's yeah, but you can't. This is the thing about BBM is like you know when the message is delivered in red, that D and that R, and you see you get that R. Oh, uh, but you can tell the dirty when it's R. delivered on an iPhone. It's it's bl it's blue bubbles, right? Yeah, but it says delivered after it's delivered. What is, you can't tell when it's red, though. No, but that's just, like, weird if you're really, like, that. If you're holding on to that, just knowing when someone reads your message, and that's, like, a whole other issue for you. No, it's not. It's it's part of it's part of the instant gratification society that we live in. No, I want to know immediately weird. if you... I just want to know. No, that's weird. Like, let people weird. have their space, dude. Like, that's, like... We're talking over a phone, AJ. Of course we have space. You're crowding <laughs> me with that waiting for to see if I read your message. It's just freaky. Like, give I, me some space, dude. Let me read it when I want to read it. I'll Sometimes I read something and I don't want to reply for 20 minutes. I want to think about it. Like, give me that. Let me have that. Don't crowd me with your I want to know when it was read. I totally disagree. I totally, I think I think you're way out of left field on that one. I think you. I think that you're a little bit uh, too overbearing. 100%. 100% I am. We would never work. You and I? Mm. Yeah, but that's part of my charm. And you, you find some of it charming. The like overbearing a, like, quality? Yeah, maybe the 1% of it is. <laughs> but there's some, some like deep down inside, there's something. There's some redeemable factor. Okay, so the thing about conversation, I had to tell people. Like when you ask like, hey, how was your weekend? Mm -hmm. Oh, I worked. See, I, I, I'm like, and then I just respond too vague. Like, more details. So I asked for more details. Right. Like, I need details. What and did I, you do this weekend? Hold on one second. You're a, you're a pretty good deflector. <laughs> I'm the master deflector. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. Um, so then, then like, I would just, then I asked for more details, and then I just find that, like, and we want, the one thing I hate is when people ask, what's new? That makes me want to punch people in the face. Why? Because you can't remember anything from our last conversation to ask me about. Like what's new is seem is like the most ingenuine. I don't know if that's the word. Disingenuine, maybe that's the word. But maybe the last conversation was boring, and they're hoping that you have something more exciting in your life. Now. No, I disagree. It's just it's it's like oh, what's new? It's just vague, and it's just like eh. What do you want people to ask you? Like the last time I saw you, we went to a baseball game. Oh yeah. And I and and you had um, and I, and I don't you didn't come out with us that night. I don't think. So I would have asked you uh, if I'm just seeing you. Well, actually, this is the next time I'm seeing you. I would ask you about your weekend or ask you like, so what did you, what have you done? Or like, I don't know. I would come oh, up with something. Oh, that's not true. I saw you after the baseball game because I was at your house party. You invited me to your house party at the baseball game. And then I saw you. You and Rena? No, what's that girl's Dina. name? Dina. Dina, yeah. Dina. That's right. But I didn't really get to see you there. LD was there. LD was. Oh, yeah? He was the Instagrammer. Remember? He had the Instagrammer t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You were the Instagrammer. And you Instagrammed a picture of a girl who's turning her head. You're like, this is a cool party, but you don't even get to see the party. 
Come on, AJ, step your Instagram game up. What do you mean? Up. That was a really good Instagram. You saw the skyline. I had one of you standing on the side of your building, like playing Daredevil, about to fall off the edge. If you're going to take a picture of a party, forget the skyline. Hey, I like, like that thing you did on the side of the building across from you. It was like the Batman logo, but except it was your logo. Yeah, the fellas X logo. That yeah. was really cool. Thank you. The bat call. That was cool. Um... That's a thank you for coming to the party, by the way. It was really fun. Thank you. I met um, Shane West at that party. Yeah. He's yeah, a really yeah. nice guy. The last time I saw him was at a Buffalo Bills game, actually. Him and the Nikita cast were like in the box. And you were, you were in a box too? Yeah. With whom? With the CSI guy? No, with Nik- it was here in Toronto. It was the cast of Nikita. It was like last year. Oh, when they came to Toronto. Mm, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I thought you meant you went to Buffalo. I'm actually going to Buffalo for my first Bills game. I- I've seen the Bills play basically every time they come to Toronto. But I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go to the f- my first game in Buffalo because I heard that the tailgating there is awesome. I'm going uh, for the. Uh, oh, I think it's a September 30th game. I think is my ticket. Do you know who they're playing? Um. I guess we can look, LD, can you look that up? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I had three options, and I can't remember who I chose. If you go, so when you go to a tailgating party, first of all, prepare. Is it New Orleans? I can't remember. Prepare to be like, you're going to be like one of maybe 70, 78 women. Okay. And there's 70,000 people in that stadium. Sounds like the odds are in my favor. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, yeah, and People are going to get, like, so drunk. Like, you get there at, like, 7. You have to leave at, like, 5 in the morning. And then you get there, like, I don't know. You Why might get do there I have like to eight. leave at 5 in the morning? To get the full tailgate. Because the game is usually at 1 o'clock. They're, unless they're playing an, an, uh, an NFC team. Who are they playing? They're playing the, pa- the Patriots? Oh, that'll, they're going to get smashed. That'll be a good game. Yeah. You can go see your, your future ex-husband, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Wicked. Isn't he married? Yeah, that's why I say future ex-husband. Why, um, let me ask you something. When he played the New England game over the weekend. Yeah, they played, uh, who did they just beat, uh, Tennessee, right, my team. Uh, all the NFL Network was talking about was that he showed up to the game wearing a pocket square. Why do they care? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. That's all they were talking about. Really? It really was annoying to me. Who cares if Tom Brady wears a pocket square? Who cares? I don't care. I obviously they had nothing else do to talk about. You care as a guy? Do you care that he showed up wearing a suit with a pocket? Does that make you want to wear a pocket square? Because uh, Tom Brady wears a. Po- it does. Maybe. Right. Okay. That's why maybe. they were talking about it. That was baffling to me. Because he's a, he's a stylist. I mean, well, you guys, girls, you guys watch it, like look at everything. Another woman. more men I know like Tom Brady than women I know. Men have the biggest crushes. I've heard go- groups of guys talk about Tom Brady. Like, I've never heard women talk about a man before. Like, guys just want to jump this guy's bone. The reason is, Aaliyah Jasmine, is because Tom Brady is one of the kings of Earth. He's one of the kings of Earth. So you want to bang him because he's a no, king of Earth? No, I don't want to bang Tom Brady. I just respect his gangster so much. Okay. Because he's like, he's got a gangster wife. Mm-hmm. He plays a gangster position and is a gangster at that gangster position. Okay. And also... The dude is just cool. He's just very cool. He's also like really good looking, which is so weird. Why? Because it's like he's just so good looking and get guys just love him. It's like the Brad Pitt thing, right? Like guys love Brad Pitt. He's also one of the kings of earth. Right. The kings of earth are as follows. Okay. In no particular order. Okay. David Beckham, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon. Uh, not yet. No, no. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I think you put Cristiano Ronaldo on a pedestal he does not deserve to be. I feel like the thing standing between him and being a god of earth, is that what you called it? King of earth. King of earth, is um, he wears too much hair gel. There's no way a king of earth would wear that much hair gel. I think there's, I think there's still a little bit between him and being a king of earth. I think he's like a prince, but he needs to grow up a little bit. Maybe he does need to win a World Cup title for his country. Yeah. I think I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo deserves to be in there, but I do think everybody else. You know, and his I, girlfriend's like, smoking too. They're right? all smoking. Mm-hmm. My guy just lives on boats in the off season. Boats. Yeah. Like yeah, forget cars. Like helicopter me to this boat. You can do that too. There's like boats that park at Harper Front and people live in them all year round. <laughs> and they don't pay <laughs> land not, taxes. They don't pay property taxes. It's not Monaco. It'll be cold in the winter, but you can do it. There's people who do it. There's an old guy and his wife who are on a boat year round at Harbor Front. Really? Yeah, right near the music garden. How do you know that? Because I walk my dog near there. So how do you know they're in the boat? Because they're always there. They're there year round. 
you've 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 successfully derailed me. <laughs> I'm just you, saying, if you, 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 you successfully anything's deflected. possible. Anything's possible. You can live on a boat all year round if you want. You can be a king of the earth if you want. No, I have a long way to go. I'd like to be. Who what are you? What are you really good at? Um, hmm, mediocrity. <laughs> good answer. Yeah, I think that's probably what I'm best at. Okay. Um, I was gonna ask. Oh man, you. I, there was something I put a pin in something. Oh no, it was a conversation thing. But then you, oh, you derailed me. Who's yeah. who's training you right now? Who's what? Training you. Do you have a trainer? Yeah. Who's your trainer? His name's Corey Sam. He's awesome. Yeah, obviously. You look really good. Thank you. You're on your way, man. King of the earth. No. Tom Brady. What do you what? do? Do you do like cowbells? Will you, can you hold on one second? Do you do cowbells? No, will you stop? You're good. You're good. Like it's, there. there's, I have a couple of friends who are excellent deflectors, but you're, you're, you're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely curious because you know that there's I like just said that. All of you can't these, use my own line. I, 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 I lied 15 minutes well, ago. Well, we do the same line of work, so I'm sure it's a natural trait for an interviewer to be genuinely but curious. But also, you can reveal nothing about yourself. This is what I wanted to ask you. Okay. So, when you go out on a date with a dude, um, how much do you find that dude's overshare with you as far as like their life story and things because i imagine to date you a guy would have to have a lot of confidence but he would also want he probably feel like he needs to be on the same level as you and you have a lot of visibility you're really down to earth and a cool chick i've known you for a very long time you've always stayed the same although you date dudes that are born in like 1947 and stuff like <laughs> not that. true my you last the oldest dude my last boyfriend was younger than me i call that okay the one there's one exception to the rule all the Every other dudes, guy I've ever dated has been younger than me, except for one Two. who was only a few years no, the, older. When I first met you, you were dating. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that dude was at least 15 years older no than you. No way. You blow AJ, things we out were, of proportion. We were 20 or 22 when we met, and this dude was like already 39. No, he wasn't. You don't say that. Uh, don't say that on national radio. He's He was 30, like in his early 30s. That first guy was in his early 30s when we were in our early 20s. And the other guy that, that guy you talk about. was at least about, 39. No, he wasn't. You're so mean. What do you mean I'm mean? I'm just saying, stating a he fact. He wasn't. He was like 33, 34. What is the 34. appeal of older men? What's the appeal? They have their stuff together. But I don't date older, older men. I date a guy, guys who are, uh, anyways, I'm not doing that anymore. My last few guys I've dated have actually been younger than me. So you're reversing the trend. Yeah. I went on a date last night. And? He was younger than me. What, what was... Was he charming? He was really nice. Just nice? Yeah. You want a nice guy? He was charming a bit. He was, it was the was first he funny? date. He was a bit funny, yeah. A little bit. But that, you're being nice there. I... Because he wasn't like really... You're being like, yeah, he's really funny. I'm, like kept me laughing the No, whole time. we had really good conversation though. I'm not a good first date person. What does that mean? Like I go into interview mode. I, I, I feel uncomfortable. I get nervous. I don't like silences. Wait. So I just start interviewing my date. Right. And let them talk the entire time. So then they do overshare because they're talking. But see, see, you're good. You're a great deflector because then you reveal nothing about yourself. See, I think that's what dudes should do so that we appear more mysterious. That's true. I like that. And also, we don't like, and a woman's favorite conversation is, is herself. So, I mean, this. Everyone's uh, favorite conversation is themselves. That's not true. Yeah, it is. That's not true. Yeah, it is. I'm fascinated by your Kanye West story. Okay, but that's Kanye West. That's different. It's your experience with the guy. Either way, I'm not. I'm not like trying to talk about me. I'm talking about you and Kanye West. Okay, fair enough. But I do feel like people love talking about themselves. That's one thing to do on a date. You can always ask the other person about themselves, and they'll go on and on and on. People like talking about themselves. So you are. You go. Did you go into interview mode last night? I did. I did. And he. But he was actually really surprising. He was like, if, yeah, he was really surprising. What does that mean? I just didn't. For his line of work, he just isn't someone that would normally like to talk and he was a great conversationalist he was mm -hmm. so do you find generally now you, you got i guess maybe take a moment to think about this when you go on a date with dudes do they i mean i guess does it does it bot or do they overshare um like if you had some if you could tell the male listeners something like a like a don't to do Sorry, don't to do. That doesn't make sense. Oh, give them a don't 
for a date or when they're Can I tell, can I give with, you a do? Can I give you something to do? But you got to give me a don't also. Okay, I I think that guys like to ask so many questions about like when they want to ask they ask about like me. And I don't necessarily want to say everything about me right away. I don't know you. I'm just getting to know you. I'm really private. Um, I like when they talk about things we can both talk about. Like, I like when guys bring up something in the media or bring up something that's happening in the world. And then you can just, like, talk to another human being about something cool. And it's not about, like, you or me. It's just, like, let's find, like, who we both are out over this conversation. Okay. I like that. I think that's really cool. Okay. That's 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 a great nugget there. Yeah, I like that. But I, I think you're more the exception to the rule as far as you not wanting to reveal. For like, sure, for sure. I, girls, I think you're right. I think generally girls like talking about themselves, for sure. I think guys do normally too, though. I think you're an exception to that rule as well. So I have a friend who is uh, a bit of an oversharer. Okay. And I don't know, and I want to give him some game. Do I know him? You may have met him. Okay. But he's, I don't, I don't know, maybe you would have met him. But I'm not really sure how to tell him. Tell him that it's really rude to go on to a date and just talk about yourself the whole time. But he doesn't know that. Okay, so here's here's a story. Friend of mine, we'll just say her name is Julia. Okay. So Julia is like, hey, I was like, what are you doing tonight? She's like, oh, I'm gonna go meet my friend Sam, Samantha, at this spot. I'm like, oh, my my dude works like my dude is works there. We'll say his name is B Billy. I'm like, Billy's there. I'm like, wait, Sam, that is that Billy Sam? So we start connecting the dots like, oh, this is the girl, Sam, Samantha is the girl that Billy really likes. Right. So Julia goes and, and, and ha hangs out. So the next day I'm like, how was it? And she said, well, Samantha was blackout drunk. Uh-oh. So then I just helped Billy clean up for like three hours. And I think he told me his life story twice. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, I just felt so bad for him. And I don't know if he, like, I know he likes Samantha. I don't know. And Julia is very attractive. So, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if he was trying to holler at her or whatnot. But when I heard that, I just felt, I felt embarrassed. And I'm like, I, I want to tell him. Yeah. But I, I don't know. He doesn't know that I know this. Yeah, it's, you know what's a turnoff is when a guy's not genuinely interested in you at all. Like, there are a lot of times when guys, I think, out of nervousness just go to their backup which is talking about what they know which is themselves and they right. don't for one second think like what do i want to know about this girl ask me anything ask me like but you're gonna deflect yeah but at least they're they care i, I still i will deflect but i think it's cute when they try to ask about me <laughs> it's nice it makes them seem our girls are complicated eh like we really are this is not helping me at all but i i know I think you should ask a few questions about the other person. I agree. I agree. I, I mean, but so you and I are, are like two peas in a pod. We're, we're similar in that way. I'm hitting my... Will mic. you stop that, please? Sorry. These headphones are so big. That's what she said. <laughs> I was so stupid. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said that. Hey, so um, yesterday I was... Um, so I got a text from one of my boys. Mm -hmm. And he was um, describing like he had a, you know, an encounter with a young lady. Okay. And, you know, How in detail do guys go when they call their buddies the next day to say? Okay, so this is what I was getting to. So I okay, so it all depends on how good of a storyteller you are. Okay. Some guys are horrendous storytellers. So it's like, oh man, I met this girl Megan, and then I took her home. That's it. That's your story. Like, there's so much missing. Okay. Because I need, I need like, I need the paint. I need to. You guys I need to really paint the talk that detail. Wait, but wait. I think I'm the exception to the rule. Okay. I think generally dudes are like that. Like, not a lot of dudes are great storytellers. Dudes think a lot of, okay, so. Um, Wait, so you tell in detail people what you do with girls when you bring them home? That's not what I'm saying. It sounds like that's exactly what you're saying. That, no, I said I can, I feel like I can tell a story. About the experience you've no, had when you brought anything, a girl home? About anything. Okay, but particularly for this conversation about bringing a girl What home. I'm saying, Aaliyah Jasmine, is, you're good. You're good. I'm just saying that for any girl listening, if they ever have the chance to go on a date with you, they know that the next day, if you close the deal, you're going to go tell all your buddies. That's not happens. true. That's not what I'm saying. I started this story. In detail. I, I, no, no, no. I started this story by saying, my dude sent me a text. Okay. Okay? Don't, don't, oh, you're good. This is like the prestige, like two magicians, like going at each other. <laughs> I even, you like just said like that. You just said you're the best. I just wanted Hugh, to clarify. You're, you're Hugh Jackman, and I'm Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale wins in the end, by the way. So, um, 
So then he just, you know, he gave a couple of little details. So I'm telling this to a couple of friends of mine, female friends over at my crib. So I asked them, like, how much detail do women give about their encounters? Like amongst their friends and stuff. Because I've heard, and maybe this is a guy thing, we want to believe this, that women go into a, a, a lot of detail. Wow. But I'm not sure. Right. In your, in your experience, how much, how much, like, how much do you and your girls, like, how much dirt do you, do you spill? Juice do you spill? I feel like it's a quality, not quantity thing with girls. So we don't spill about every time at all. Right. No, okay. But once in a while, if there's, like, a really great night with someone, we'll go into detail about that. But not like it's not. I won't ever call my girlfriends and be like, "Hey, I brought a home, like brought home a dude last night, and this is what." Like, I'll never do that. But if I like, you know, have a boyfriend, and one night we like go to Niagara Falls and like have too much wine, and some like freak goes down, I might like call my <laughs> girlfriends and be like, "Last night was like out of this world. Like this and this happened, and then he did this, and it was crazy." And that's probably the extent of it. Okay. I'm also a bit of a prude though when it comes to like I don't really like. Talk. Well, you're talking about your girlfriends, like your closest yeah. crew. So you're going to be a little more open to, with them than obviously like me or a stranger. Yeah, or yeah. Or but we, we don't like, I, oh, I this is going to make me sound so old and. Uh, and uh, Like the guys you date? Stop it. I date guys younger than me. I don't know why you have that in your head. He, uh, he, <laughs> I should watch where I go with this. Um, I've had a situation where I had such a great night and I told my girlfriends about it and uh, they were like, tell me more. And I just didn't feel comfortable. I'm, I believe in a little bit of me still believes in like just being almost like ladylike with that stuff. Like I'll give you a little bit, but the rest is kind of like mine. Okay. Have. I'm not a big boaster. I know that sounds lame. No, we're not, we're not saying you're boasting, but we're just saying like, okay, but how much detail do your girlfriends go into? Some of them go into a lot of detail. Like, like describing stuff. Yeah. Like it's 50 shades of gray. Not like that much describing, but a little bit of like, yeah. I have one friend who is like goes into Fifty Shades of Grey, but I, and I love that. I have one friend who does too, and I find it so uncomfortable. <laughs> like I really do. <laughs> but most people, like I was saying, I need I need the paint. Like I need to. You put guys the should color be friends. In. I should I should make you friends with my girlfriend because she goes like she'll buy like a sex cute? toy and she'll like is go she into detail. Yeah, she's super cute. How cute though? Like super cute. What is she on a scale of one to ten? Oh, she's like. No one I know gets hit on more than this girl. What is she on a scale of one to ten? Like ten, like easily a ten. Really? Yeah, easily. She's so how beautiful. Why did you not say she's hot? You said she's cute. Oh, you said she's super cute. Mm, she's super cute. Do you have her on your phone? Picture of her? Of course. Uh, maybe. Or, or I'll just creep her on the book of faces. I think you might know her. She's she hangs out with me a lot. She's one of my best girlfriends. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Get your phone. Okay. So okay so um. I was going to, uh, yeah, so I don't know how to, I don't know if we, I don't know if we covered this, but I don't know how to tell my, what my friend. How long is the show? I don't know. We've been talking for so long. How long have we been talking for, LD? Oh, 45. I feel like people are going to get bored of hearing these, my stories. Can we start talking about your story? No. Hey, what was the last vacation you went on out of curiosity? I want to see the girl. I'm, I'm, I'm finding her. I'm finding her. What's the last vacation you went on, though? You're, you don't care because you're in your phone. I do care because I'm trying to book a vacation right now. And I'm curious. Where was the last place you went? I went to Paris. Oh, you did? And I went and I went and I heard of, I heard Paris in Paris and I lost my mind. The song. I, um, I love, loved Paris. I went for the first time last year, too. With um, Walter Cronkite? With, uh, no, with the young with musician Lo guy I was Lloyd, dating. Lloyd Robertson? Stop it. You're going to give me a bad rap, and then all these hot young dudes who are listening to this right now are not going to want to date me. I don't know if they have a chance with you anyway. I, the last two guys I dated were young, hot dudes. Okay. The last, like, number of guys. Why am I defending myself? I don't <laughs> date older guys. You made yeah, you me do. believe that yeah, I date older guys, and I don't. The, okay, the two longest relationships of your life. Nope, that's not true. What are you talking about? The longest relationship of my life was the one I just got out of. And the one before that was long, too. No, it wasn't that long. No, we talked, the, the dude, mm, I don't want to spill your business, but. Don't spill it. Shh. Okay, listen, the one. I don't have a picture of her on here. Kind of a friend of you. Sorry. You take a lot of photos. How do you not have a picture of her? 
I take like scenic. Your Instagram, your Instagram feed is like you have like seven thousand photos. I know, but I always take like scenic stuff, and then I quote lyrics. I know. Can you just text me her name so I can look her up on the Book of Faces like a real creep show? You know show? who she is. I do. Yeah, you know who she is. Well, listen. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tearing apart my life I didn't before tear my apart eyes, your life. I just, laying it out on the table. I didn't know that you were this much of a deflector, though. It's good to know, though. What, how did I deflect when you just got more out of me than anyone is? I feel like I've revealed too much today. You haven't. It's the first time I've ever talked about Kanye. But okay, well, okay, but you sort of just introduced it. You I really... feel like I might get a call after this from my publicist, Not being a like. Chance. You know what? Not You're never doing another radio show again. <laughs> so. You'll be yeah. all right. You'll be all right. Um, so what do you what do you got working on? What are you working on right now? Um, I am. Well, I just finished the documentary that aired. Uh, the oil, the oil just pipeline. Aired, the oil pipeline one that just aired and is airing. That was again for MTV, not for Discovery. Uh, no, it was for MTV. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was for MTV. And uh, and yeah, that that was my last big project. So now I need to start researching and hopefully get another story out there really soon. Just waiting for Tiff Madness to be over, you know? You have to do stuff every day for Tiff? Yeah. Hmm. And that's like do you have to do you have to do interviews too? Yeah, I do interviews. Oh my gosh, I forgot to tell you this is totally off topic. Um I just went to my first CFL game. And did the Argos get smashed? No, they won. They were playing the Tiger Cats and it was a rowdy game. Where what? Did you go to Hamilton? No, I went. It was just here. It was here? Yeah, it was here the other day. And the, and the Arcos won. Yeah, it was really I good. I think they're, what are they, LD, four and four? Six and four? Oh, good for the Argos. Yeah, they're doing They're doing really well. And it was. Have you ever met Ricky Foley? He played, he's like a D lineman. He, he's really funny. I oh, mean, really? Yeah, and I, he's a good looking dude. I met another. You might enjoy him. I met an, <laughs> is he number two? Uh, no, I think he wears 90 something. Chad Owens is number two. He was he was uh, fun to watch on it. No, I actually he's your height. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he's, um, I think he's from Hawaii. I there think, are a it? lot of really good looking. I think Argos because I uh, I met someone at a breast cancer fundraiser actually who got me the two tickets who plays for the Argos. Did you go on on Thursday to the pink party? Yeah, Paul's party. Yeah, Paul's party was that great. That was on. Shout out. Okay, shout out to Paul Etherington. Yeah, agreed. And, and I think the party was called Glamour and Glitz. Yes. And in the city, Paul and his brothers. Uh, they do the big motion ball gala, and they raise so much money for such great causes for, for yeah. Special Olympics. And this was the breast cancer. Uh, um, oh, I saw. Uh, oh, I can't actually. I can't tell the story on this part, but uh, I'll tell you after. Um, but um, okay, so you so you you met some Argos there? Yeah, yeah, I met. A Did you wear Argos. pink? No, I don't wear pink. You didn't wear pink to a breast cancer thing? I, I How wore, dare you? I wore a pink ribbon. You know I'm a huge advocate for breast cancer research, but I wore a pink ribbon and I wore all pink accessories, but I wore black. Like, I wore black. Why? Because I like all black. Why don't you just... Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear pink. When did your relationship, your text relationship with Kanye end? Uh, like a few months after it started. And you saw him a couple times? Yeah. You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so shout out to the pink. Oh, I, I went and it's like, I think this for the for the 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 male is the charity events are absolutely the best place to meet women. Can I plug my two coming up because there are going to be a lot of beautiful women at both the of booby these. Ball? The booby ball, which is coming up in October, and it's for breast cancer research, and it's all, our whole committee is women, and it's literally the best looking philanthropists in the city that go every every year. And you buy your ticket um, this year. The theme's Camp Booby, so it's like like camp kind of themed um amazing Sleep, and sleepaway camp yeah and yeah, let's go build a fort it's all open bar too and then the other one that i throw which is really like the best looking crowd i have to say and the best party of the year hands down um is art bound and that's coming up uh, at the end of this month in september and it is going to be the best party the city will see like you if anybody's listening to this and wants a good party come to that it's open bar as well once you buy your ticket and uh, the theme is footloose so it's like going to be like girls in like short jean shorts and cowboy boots and and plaid shirts give me a shout out to daisy duke please yeah yeah it'll be really really fun and they're both uh and that's to raise money for uh building art schools in third world countries okay so you have art bound at the end of september here in toronto and then you have booby, booby ball, ball at the october. end of october yeah at the end of october and i'm sure you'll tweet about it mm -hmm. so people can like find out where to buy the Absolutely. tickets and stuff like that charity events you cannot go wrong
the the pink party was so legit and like quality girls too right 100% it's like agree. yeah quality quality girls it's a it's a good it's a good fresh organic locally produced <laughs> meat market <laughs> and on that note i have some uh creeping to do on the book of faces if you want to follow her on twitter it's at Aaliyah jasmine a-l-i-y-a-j-a-s-m-i-n-e nice on instagram the same Aaliyah yeah. jasmine and you could be seen on a bunch of places. MTV, Discovery, us on TSN. I know you did, you did some hockey stuff and, uh, oh, soccer stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing some soccer stuff. Who knows when we'll have hockey again, so who knows when we'll see you again on our network, but hopefully it'll be soon. Um, well, enjoy the rest of the film festival. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, tell that dude I said good luck, the new guy. Thanks. The one you went on a date with. Thanks. How old is he? Uh, he is, he was born in 1985, so I think he's like, like 27. 27 or 28, 27. Mm-hmm. Well, good on him. Yeah. Um, good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. Everything he likes, I can say Yeezy taught me. I'm <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm, this is it, I'm going to go. Bye. Bye, All everyone. Right, see you later. Thank you for listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast. 